They disrupted an industry that was tired, overpriced, and monopolized by one Goliath company. They took a traditional product and made it into a fashion statement that is valued over $1 billion today. Let's dive into Warby Warby Parker. Parker. Let's go. Boom. What's up, everyone? Sean Azar here. I'm with Matt Skopak. Hi, everyone. Welcome deep dive into businesses, episode 13, where we take businesses like Warby Parker and dive into their marketing and business strategies such that you can take away these strategies and start implementing them into your business. And today, we're going to go really into Warby Parker. I love these glasses. I own them myself. Uh, Skopak is struggling here because they're my prescription glasses, but uh, I think I'm bear with it a little bit, <laughs> just for a little. And uh, one, it started in 2010, right? Let's go back by yep. the four founders. Exactly. Four founders. They were uh, all going to school at Wharton at UPenn. And one of the founders actually on the way to school lost his 700 pair of dollar uh, glasses on the plane. And they basically that's how much it was in the beginning. That's how much they used to cost for nice glasses. And then they came up with the idea to revolutionize a tired, monopolized industry that was just ran by one company. And they created affordable, great, fashionable glasses and basically started a movement, which we're going to talk about today. So what was the the brands? It was like Ray-Ban. Is it all like Gucci? Ray-Ban, Gucci. I think almost every single brand used this one, uh, one, I guess, manufacturer, right? The name was... Or was it the head of the company? I forgot what that name was, but it was basically that's how they monopolized the industry. They, They made, all of them made the glasses, and basically then the companies bought... The glasses from them. Yeah, I really love their uh, their whole story, which we're going to get into yes, uh, through this strategy. Story. How they in- actually incorporate this storyline into the strategy, yep. and also their whole concept. It's very, it's a cool vibe when you actually go to actually one of their stores, which they opened up a few oh. years afterwards. After actually starting yeah. as an online business, their which stores, is their stores are, represent the brand so well. So, All right, so I'm going to get to number one. So, is this is I really love this is incorporate a lifestyle content strategy. So what Warby Parker does is they actually incorporate their customers' story while using their product. Like how do they? If you actually look at their blog, and actually it's not only their customers, it's also their contractors, like some of the photographers they work with. One of the ph- photographers I actually just saw on a blog article. Um, it's called the Founders Edition, yeah. where they're featuring. I think her name is Meet. Ty, a Brooklyn-based photographer, uh, explains what she does, um, how her daughter and husband uses one of their products, and they actually showcase the product, has great photography and so forth. Uh, another way, of, uh, they have this professional skater, I believe, is I forgot his name, um, where they have a YouTube series where they have like two to four minute video clips where they're actually... Um, asking questions like, what is your name and what is your occupation? You'll see this guy saying, I'm uh, Nicole, or this girl saying, I'm Nicole, I am uh, a teacher, blah, 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 um, and this is what I do. I chose the Brighton eyeglass wear, and, um, and I bought it in XYZ date. Yep. Now, how can you incorporate this type of strategy? I'm actually going to start incorporating this into Reborn, my art company. And uh, I came up, after watching all these videos, Matt, uh, I realized it was like a pattern. It looked like, I'm not sure they do this, but this is what I'm going to incorporate, which Mm -hmm. is a great strategy. It looks like they sent a questionnaire, right, to their customers or their employees and said, hey, look, take your iPhone, record a two to four minute video, answer these questions. 
So I actually came up with some of the questions. I actually could read some of them to you just to get an idea. And I'll actually link it, possibly link a template that you guys could actually replicate as well in either the podcast or on the iTunes or Spotify and also the YouTube video. It was, hold on one second. All right, some of the questions I wrote down is what is your name and what do you do? For my uh, product is which reborn piece, art piece, did you receive and when? So you could do which product did you receive or which one did you buy or which one did we give to you and when? So they tell you what day in case maybe the product is um, not featured anymore, perhaps just giving a day, just add more context. What made you decide on this piece? What, what, how does it reflect you or your personality? Um, also, what made you decide on your occupation? What does it entail? This is incorporating something that's relatable to an audience so that they could relate to your brand more and also the story as well. We've done something very similar with Sweetberry. Yep. Um, in the beginning especially, we gotta hopefully we talk uh, to continue. Our, yep, talk um, to our employees and partners and kind of tell a little bit about the company, about who they are, about how they help the company, and just overall uh, seeing the background of really who runs the company and who's involved. So at the end of the day, a story sells, a powerful storytelling message that's relatable to your audience will sell. Try to find ways that you could relate to them and then incorporate that strategy into your social media feeds, your email campaigns, and so forth. That's great, that's great. Uh, number two, use customer service as a marketing tool. And I really love this when I heard about what, uh, what they do. So what they do is instead of when someone tweets them or when someone messages them, instead of spending time and trying to write the message or response in under 160 characters, they got a little creative and they create YouTube videos about 30 seconds where they actually speak and answer the question in person. Hey Catherine, this is Lauren from Warby Parker. Uh, just wanted to reach out and let you know that your tweet totally made our day. Um, we're so happy to hear that and we definitely look forward to getting you into your very own pair of Warby Parkers soon. And this was actually done by the founders in the beginning. And then they retweet to that person, here's the link on this YouTube video, and what has happened is some of these videos have been getting views of hundreds and hundreds of other people watching it. And now it's almost a marketing tool. So if you have a question on not only Warby Parker glasses, but maybe any other glasses, people are looking at these videos and you're creating awareness and almost using your customer service department as a marketing tool. And this is something that's great that any of our businesses can do. I think Sean and me were talking about this is a great idea that almost use people are always video. asking like what type of content should I be putting out exactly. on social media? Ask your customer. Your customers are going to tell you what yep. type of content you should be putting out by asking the right questions. I know Drunken Elephant is actually a skincare yep. line. Just go there. Um, they create um, IG stories where they do these amazing creatives, make it a fun, appealing way. But these are the creatives. These are questions that. Yeah. Their customers are asking, I like, think it's is in your the product below? They put FAQ. Yeah, it's in a the section an... on top of their profile. Yeah, it's called uh, IG, IG Story Highlights. The IG Story Highlights. It's called FAQ, and they literally have short videos or like simple posts where they are answering like the probably top ten or twenty questions. Yeah, it's just in different categories. Like, I think one of their products is a hair product. Yeah. One is a skincare product, and questions like, is your product vegan, so forth. So take your customers. Like Matt said, is using your customer service as a marketing tool. Use those questions that are frequently asked. Then come up with awesome creatives. Update your FAQ uh, yes. section on your website, which is going to help you with SEO. Also going to help you um, your your customers' purchase journey much easier because you're answering those questions that are eventually people are, are always asking. So they don't yes. have to get that question always asked all the exactly. time. Yep. So um, 
Are you done with that? Yeah, number two. That was right. it. Number three. This is a really. They, they actually innovated this this type of model. Is if you can, well, you can actually incorporate a home try on strategy. And what Warby Parker does is, um, it allows you, you go on the website. You could choose up to five frames that you like, right? And choose your five frames. And within a few days, they'll they'll send it to you. You could try it on, see which one you like. You could also share it on your social media feeds, which they encourage you to do, yes. which is again, free advertising. So they're paying for the postage. You're not paying for anything. So you think they're losing money. You, you might think they're losing money um, by doing incorporating a strategy like that, but you're not. You're asking their audience, this is how they're leveraging to make it more fun, right? To share on social media feed, which is free advertising. So you're not paying for that. And in addition, after they're done trying it on, they find their product, they send it back, they give them the postage stamp, it's included into the original mm -hmm. package, and then you go ahead, you go online and make the actual purchase. Makes the customer journey much easier. Um, so that's a huge strategy. Yeah. How brands could incorporate that multiple ways is brands, one way, more realistic way, is if you can't do that, if you can't afford that, if it doesn't make sense because if you're owning a clothing company, you don't, can't do that yeah. because of the, the, the cash issue and so forth, is um, have a strong return policy. So obviously when they have, like they feel confident enough to buy a product, yep. like I just bought jean shorts and there's a 30 day return policy and they actually pay for the postage as long as you are using one of their shipping carriers. Yeah. So that's like another trial strategy. I know a lot strategy. of people do that with a lot of clothing, they order two sizes um, and then I think there are even some companies that send you the two sizes and then you get to send it back. But just exactly yep. like Warby Parker, th they knew that basically customers without being able to try the, try the glasses on, that would create hesitation and lack of trust. So what they did is they created a great idea where, hey, we'll send you five frames, pick the one you like, buy it, and return the other ones in five days, which yep. is just a great business. Huge, sense. another way you could do it, if you could afford it, I mean, you could use Upwork or so forth, is finding ways to embed an AR strategy. So I know Ikea does this, uh, actually, what, Sean, Warby Parker what, what, does this what's as well. What's AR? AR is augmented reality. Okay. So what you can do is what Ikea does when for their rugs and for the furniture, you could see how the product yep. looks in your room. So you download the app or you go on their website, you, you basically your phone links up with it and say so you point at the floor over here and then it basically puts the rug that you're looking at on yep. the floor or the area that you're looking at. A so. lot of brands are really getting into that. I know Mercedes got into it. Yep. Um, some of the clients I work with got into it. They were a lot of them in the furniture industry. So if you could embed uh, an AR strategy that's huge, you're, you're helping your, your customers visualize the product either on them or how it's gonna be placed in their room or wherever, uh, depending on your product or service, however, yep. however it's gonna be. Number four, so create partnerships with companies, charities, or local events. And this is something that they do awesome. So they've done multiple examples. The biggest one, I think their biggest success was they partnered with Superman because we all know Clark Kent. Clark Kent is the number one. I think they said he's the most famous person that like when you say glasses, like that's think the about it. One he's wearing his glasses of. when he's, you know, his, his alter ego, I like to call it. Exactly. When he's wearing a suit and tie, and then he takes off the glasses when he becomes yep. Superman. So the Man they, of Steel. what did they do? They partnered with the Superman when the new movie came out and they created a glass 
uh, a design which was called the Clark Kent. I think it was called Man of Steel. Man of Steel, you're right. Man of Steel um, series line, which sold out like in a week or two. Like they blew through their inventory. So they are very good at either playing with corporate events. They've also, um, they partner with charities. Uh, they partner with different artists and bands and create definitely designs for glasses. But for you as a business, what you can take home is you need to always just, um, I guess, brand, show brand awareness and partner with good uh, other either events or companies. Best that, way of doing this is like look be. for future Olympic athletes, right? That they're training for the Olympics. <laughs> if you're right? if you're like a sneaker company or a clothing company, maybe there's a local Olympic athlete in your area. So what would be great? Partner with them, uh, get them to wear your sneakers, your shirt, or some type of branding, and basically then. Uh, you show that you're local, you're partnering with someone that's going to have viewership and things like that. Yep. So um, there's just multiple ways to do it, but just think outside the box. That's the most important thing in terms of partnerships and anything like that. Um, number five? Number five. Number five is actually aligns with what I was saying with uh, number three is encourage your customers to share on social media. They use, Warby Parker uses a hashtag, hashtag Warby uh, Warby Tryon or Home Tryon, yeah, I believe. Ask Warby and also, or Warby Tryon, yeah. Warby Tryon, which I believe has over 25,000 hashtags that are used, um, which is huge. They're making it more fun for people. They're saying when they're sharing, when they're giving those glasses out, right, they're saying, okay, use this hashtag and ask your users to see which pair looks best. Yeah. Again, free advertising. And ask them. They answer too. They're making it more fun for the users. It's not a boring thing to share. It's yeah. cool. It's fashionable. Um, so, that is a great way of encouraging um, your users to share on social media rather than you know yep. some boring tactics. Hey, share on my feed. No. But what you got to make it engaging. You got to make it more fun. Yep. Maybe come up with creatives. Come up with samples of what maybe incentives. If they actually share their product, they may win a prize. Maybe do weekly yep. contests. So you could do a lot of stuff like that. And I what, believe back in the day, I don't know if it was. Uh, McDonald's, but they did this Monopoly thing. I don't know if it was the Monopoly game. Oh, yeah, McDonald's. Yeah. So it was actually before social media, but now the way they incorporate—I don't know how they incorporate it now—but it was kind of very similar. They they made everything fun. Yeah. Right. It was like a game. People went back and, and so forth. So people actually talked about it. Yeah. Um. So that was my number five. Great number five. Uh, number six: create fun, silly, relatable events. Uh, or ideas to gain traffic and brand awareness. And this is probably one of the best things I've had. So. Two weeks before April Fools, uh, they were talking and they're like, "We should create a gig website called Warby Barker, and basically show like model dogs with like different types of glasses." They on basically there. said they were they were making products, eyeglasses for, for dogs. dogs. Yeah, <sighs> basically. And I mean, it sounds goofy. It sounds ridiculous. Little did they know though that that site got two and a half times the traffic that their regular site did during April, and basically launched like a huge like. I guess upcoming and brand awareness about people talking about them. So that is something that you can do with your brand. Be creative, be fun, be relatable, be silly, and get, think outside the box. A lot of brands actually do this for April Fools, um, and April a lot of Fools. Burger but, King does this. Yes. I know uh, Burger King comes up with. I forgot it was like the Nutella burger or something. Just something ridiculous. But it's not only that. Then another thing that they did: gift cards. 
for some reason, they said that gift cards are big for Warby Parker. So instead of just ordering a gift card, what they do, and something really cool, again, getting social, they sent a DIY snowman building kit with every gift card that was purchased. So basically now, all over the internet, if you look at it, there's Warby Parker snowmans all over the place that they send with gift cards, which another cool, just another thing. They basically sharing, took a product sharing. that no one talks about, exactly. a, a gift card. They said, uh, one of the, the, the employees, the, the higher, in, gotcha. the, in the top hierarchy, said, how do we take a boring product and make it more fun in a, in a what's it called, in that type of season? In like, a, the, the, yeah, winter in like season. the winter season, yeah. So they've said, you know what, we're going to take the gift cards. We, they threw down some charcoal, I think, for like the buttons for the snowman yep. um, and other tools. So people were creating awesome snowman effects. I believe this UPS man made something. I don't know if you saw that yes. uh, short clip. Um, on YouTube. All different types of people made it. But yep. they were hashtag Warby Snowman, Warby yep. Parker Snowman. Like, get social, get creative. You can do that with your gift cards. Give away something that's specific to your brand or your store, something like that. Think outside the box. You want people to talk about your brand. In order yep. to do that, you got to be fun. You got to be silly and relatable. It, it comes down with every brand we talk about. If yep. They always find ways to make it more fun because that's what's going to get people to talk about your brand. Absolutely. Um, I actually want to just throw a couple bits and pieces as well, just real quick for seven. They also use quizzes to um, help with the customer's journey. Yep. Um, we talk about a lot of brands doing that, um, which is basically how their, their quiz is how, like to find the best fit for their like a custom, uh, eyeglasses for you, for yep. your face and so forth, because we all have different faces um, and different needs. So they have a great quiz for that, which helps them increase sales as well. Um, in addition, I believe, oh, another thing I actually liked, which is a... Um, a relevant topic today is because during COVID we're wearing masks, right? Mm -hmm. And one of the things I actually had a problem with is uh, my, my uh, eyeglasses were fogging up every time I wore a mask. So that's a huge problem. When you search up on Google or on YouTube, Warby Parker is going to be one of the videos that pop up that helps solve that. They created wow. content saying Creating how to clean up brand. your fog or how to avoid fog, how to, how to uh, avoid um, your eyeglasses getting fogged up. Huge pinning point. So another brand I saw uh, that it's did this. Cool. Their prescription, I can't take. <laughs> another it. brand that did this. They were selling um, things for like weddings, right? And obviously, because wedding season is off during COVID, mm -hmm. they're not saying their business was going the, down the drain. So they created content that was DIY masks using their product, which helped them gain more awareness and also yeah. sales through just small little products that they incorporated into their their uh, brand into yeah. their online business. So. Um, creating relative content based on obviously the current climate is going to help increase your SEO um, and your traffic and also your brand awareness. So absolutely, um, that's it. Yeah, I think that was it. That Guys, was a great episode. I hope you like episode 13. If you did, if you're watching us on YouTube, hit the thumbs up button, subscribe for more weekly videos like this. Uh, we got a lot up on our sleeves as well. Um, if you're listening on a podcast on iTunes, Spotify, hit the uh, give us a five star rating if you can. Please leave us a review. We would really appreciate it. Um, you could also tweet us at mscopac, uh, any questions, or at Sean Azari, or maybe just write in the comments below, and we'll answer them for you. Yep. Other than that, we will see you next week. Take Later, care. Guys.